0: What's up, everybody? My name is Athena, and you're here to listen to Vanished in the Valley. Today, we are going to talk about the Majestic 12, so-called leaked CIA documents. Full disclosure, the CIA does not acknowledge them. They do not admit they are real documents. And there's a few different rabbit holes to go down when talking about Majestic 12. So what I'm going to do is tell you about what you'll find in WikiLeaks. And if you go to the show notes, I will post a link to the documents, like the actual leaked Majestic 12 documents. So you can check it out if you would like to. This leak actually happened in 1997 and since then, there hasn't really been any other so-called leaks of Majestic 12 information, but hey, give them some time. But I will post a link to that so you can actually read the documents. I will post a link to the WikiLeaks article that is dealing with Majestic 12. And then of course I will break down some fucking Wikipedia bullshit that they have listed there. So, let's get started with some alien shit guys. Just a little bit of background now before we actually get started. Majestic 12 is the supposed codename of a secret committee of scientists, military leaders, and government officials supposedly formed in 1947 by an executive order of U.S. President Harry Truman. Now, the whole point of this committee, the whole reason it was put together was to investigate UFO activity in the aftermath of the Roswell incident. If you don't know what the Roswell incident is, I I don't even know what to tell you. Just, Just stop, please. The primary evidence that some people cite for the existence of this group is a collection of documents that first emerged in 1984 and which have been the subject of much debate. The original Majestic 12 documents state that the Majestic 12 group was established by a secret executive order of President Truman on September 24, 1947. Of course, a bunch of the alphabet soup groups deny that these are legitimate documents. They just say they're a big old fucking hoax. The FBI has investigated the documents and their conclusion, like it fucking matters, is they're forgeries. And this is, you know, the FBI, the one that fucking let Hunter Biden chill be free after fucking sex trafficking children but whatever this isn't about hunter fucking biden the afosi which is the u.s air force office of special investigations also said that these documents are not legit that they are forgeries so i mean there's there's a lot of not even like the ufo community is 100 percent on the same ground about the majestic 12 documents The MJ documents date from 1942 to 1997. The documents include basically like instructions on how to act, like how you conduct yourself when meeting an alien. And there's diagrams and records of tests on UFOs. There's memos on assorted cover-ups, the description of the president's statement about UFO-related issues amongst a bunch. (laughs) There's hella shit in there, you guys. It's like 60 pages. Since the original leak of the OG first leaked Majestic 12 documents, there have been other documents that are purported to basically kind of coincide or corroborate information in the first leak. But like I said earlier, since 1997, there has not been any additional Majestic 12 documents leaked. The original documents dropped in 1984, But fast forward to 1985, and another document mentioning the MJ-12 and being dated to 1954 was found in a search at the National Archives. And just like the original documents from '84, it's hotly contested whether this shit is real, whether it's a hoax, but I mean, it could be kind of some of all of the above. I know our government loves to put out disinformation, and especially when it comes to UFO shit. So I don't know, maybe it was a real leak, maybe it's disinformation, or maybe it's something else. And that's basically kind of what we're going to talk about today. Another interesting fact is in 1978, which is way before the fucking leak of the MJ-12 documents, Canadian documents dating from 1950 and 1951 were uncovered. The documents they found in Canada mentioned the existence of a similar highly classified UFO study group operating within the Pentagon's Research and Development Board and headed by Dr. Vannevar Bush. Although the name of the group is not given, it just kind of describes what they are and what they do. So in this, the Canadian docs, there literally is no MJ-12 specific word, but they straight up describe it. So make of that what you will. Harry Truman actually got this group together and formed them, and he made this shit higher than a top secret clearance of nine there was no congressional oversight this was all done in secret supposedly to stop foreign governments from getting the information little interesting tidbit is that in 1953 the cia took over project blue book and basically used it as a public experiment, as a debunking tool to discount the extraterrestrial reality and possibly squash any attempts by the KGB to glean any technological or defense secrets from this study. According to Wikipedia, like the Manhattan Project, Majestic 12 was a joint government, military, private sector undertaking that encompassed every facet of national security functions, and the CIA was the premier intelligence agency tasked with their first line of defense of the United States during the 55-year Cold War between you-know-who and you-know-who. As far as the media goes, back in 1954, the newspapers, the media stations, basically kind of went on a concerted effort to discredit any UFO talk, UFO sightings, you know, that kind of shit. So they were already on the same page covering shit up way back in the 50s. When did it all begin, you guys? How far back? Interestingly enough, the Majestic 12 project actually had spin-off projects that were obviously equally sensitive activities of the CIA, such as Parasite, Enviro, PSYOP, Spike, and house Cleaning. So those are just the fucking code names for these groups or these projects. Now check this out. This is when we get into some JFK assassination shit and even Marilyn Monroe shit. Basically, at the time, Kennedy wanted the CIA to disclose information they had on UFOs. And the CIA, being the douchebags that they are, denied the United States democratically elected president the information. They said, no, fuck you, John. After Kennedy pressuring the CIA, the chief of counterintelligence, James... Angleton found out that apparently Marilyn Monroe had been recorded saying some shit. Now check this out. Uh, Apparently I believe it was the FBI recorded Marilyn Monroe's phone conversation with a New York art dealer discussing Kennedy's secret visit to an undisclosed military base to see alien artifacts and her disdain over the soured relationship she had endured with president Kennedy and his brother. Now, in these wiretaps with Marilyn Monroe, New York syndicated reporter Dorothy Kilgallen had conversations with Monroe regarding the Roswell UFO crash in 1947 and Kennedy's politically motivated NASA Apollo moon program. Dorothy made headlines in 1955 when she disclosed a private conversation with a British cabinet official that UFOs are real and that the US and British authorities considered the matter as the highest importance. The significance of this wiretap, you guys, has to do with the fact that Monroe was then murdered the following day in her Brentwood condo. At this point, that CIA motherfucker Angleton was starting to lose his shit. He's like, this actress broad has classified information. We have Kennedy threatening to scatter us to the wind. And then, President Kennedy sent a top secret memorandum to him outlining a previous discussion concerning a classification review of all CIA UFO files that could affect national security. This memorandum was dated November 12th, 1963, 10 days before he was assassinated. Kennedy informed Angleton that he was setting up things in motion to actually share a sensitive CIA UFO intelligence with the Russians through the director of NASA. Now, while this little UFO faceoff is going down with Kennedy and the CIA, Kennedy wanted to send peace overture to the Russians via joint space exploration. Now, and you know, these fucking warmongers in the CIA, they don't want fucking peace with the Russians. War, even Cold War, is good for the military-industrial complex. So check this out. Kennedy is trying to force Angleton to disclose UFO information. He's talking about making peace with the Russians. Now, just days, like two days before Kennedy dies, there is a handwritten note that was found, and it says, quote, response from Colby, Angleton has MJ directive. As we all know, Kennedy never got the information declassified and we sat in that bullshit-ass Cold War for fucking decades. Thanks, CIA. The whole point of me telling you this whole backstory and how little tidbits keep popping up in national archives and quote-unquote declassified information is if you look, if you actually pay attention, there is little mentions of the MJ-12 program going on for decades so I don't know were they planting this disinformation fucking decades in advance I don't know I don't know the fucking answers to that I do know these shitheads in government are shady as fuck and I wouldn't put anything past them who knows you guys will just have to listen to the info I found do a little bit of your own research and you come to your own conclusions one more little interesting tidbit was James Angleton the CIA motherfucker died May 11th, 1987, and MJ-12 documents happened to leak within a day. So I thought that was a, I don't know, is it a happy little dink or was it by design? This is the kind of shit we don't have solid answers for, so make an educated guess and do some research. Now that we have a little bit of history on what exactly was going on when these Majestic 12 documents are supposedly being written or compiled by the CIA or who the fuck ever, there is some pretty interesting shit in there, like straight up transcripts of supposed conversations with what they call EBE which is extraterrestrial biological entity. So I guess they're just trying to like get away from like the stigma of saying aliens or fucking Martians, some stupid shit like that. But yeah, EBE is just a fancy word for fucking alien. I'm going to summarize some of the stuff they wrote in there. And then I will definitely read you an excerpt from this transcript of the uh, (laughs) convo with the EBE. But basically to summarize... There is the Roswell crash happening in 1947, and after that, the U.S. military was able to recover seven craft with 21 dead E.T. bodies. It goes on to detail the type of life forms known to the government. There's human-like, there's grays, which they are drones controlled psychically by their creators, non-human, like fucking reptilian, that kind of shit, and extra-dimensional. They can basically travel with their mind and channel their energy to create whatever form they wish to appear as. A little side note about the whole Roswell thing. Stephen Greer, who is a famous American ufologist, and he actually founded the Center for Study of Extraterrestrial Intelligence and the Disclosure Project, which basically seeks the disclosure of alleged classified UFO info. So he is basically saying that the U.S. shot down the Roswell craft using a directed energy weapon that Tesla, as in Nikola Tesla, pioneered. From the document, it seems that what actually happened is in 1899, Tesla did a huge experiment where he actually used the Earth's magnetic field to generate signals into space to talk to, quote, whoever was out there. This apparently... And I've seen the documents talking about this, and Tesla was 100% convinced he received a binary message that he never was able to decode, but he said this message was shot right back at him. And just remember that, because that whole Tesla thing will come up later when we start getting into the transcripts of what was said and talked about with the EBEs. All right, let's get to this crazy combo, guys. Supposedly, these conversations were held over an 11-month interval between various interrogators labeled here as INT. And like I was saying earlier, they're labeling the alien motherfucker (laughs) an extraterrestrial biological entity, EBE. So the human interrogator asks the EBE, what is your name? What should we call you? And the EBE says you would never be able to pronounce it, so get fucked. Then the interrogator, being all pushy, says, well, why don't you just lay it on us anyway? The EBE responds, and it's something close to sedimus or sectimus. Like the EBE said, no one's exactly sure what the correct pronunciation is. The EBE goes on to explain like their alphabet, their language is totally fucking different than English or any of our written shit. And the also intelligent interviewer asks why their written language is so different than our human version. EBE responds, why is yours so different from the Egyptian of 30 centuries ago? Forgive me, but that is not a simple problem. The group I belong to gave up any identification with any one planet or its culture before your people learned to make fire. There were once thousands of languages, both oral and written, in our many civilizations. It became important to us to use symbols to represent the whole world and even concepts that all of us held in common. They go on to say, soon your culture will do the same with public signboards at first interviewer goes on to say why are you here and this is an alien motherfucker that apparently the u.s military finds this crashed object (laughs) uap and they get into this fucking object and there's almost like pods that they see people some dead some alive laying in and there's three children in this crashed spaceship so just remember that and now (laughs) going back to why are you here The EBE responds specifically to bring you these children. And we like trees. The human wants to know if the EBE can expand on that. This next part is when Nikola Tesla comes into play with the EBE. So check this part out. The human asks them, who sent for you and who invited you? EBE responds, almost 50 of your years ago, you sent us a signal. You were looking for us and you scared us with the signal you should not have been capable of sending. So we answered. But you didn't understand our answer then, just as you do not now. We do our best to please others. When you didn't respond to our message to you, and you did not come for a visit, we felt that we really ought to stop by and see how you were doing. It has been a long time, and it was a neighborly thing to do, of course. Besides, it was right on the way to another destination. Your world, I mean. Interrogator asks, you've been here before? And the EBE says, yeah, we were surprised you did not remember us. So basically, the EBE is referencing kind of what I just talked about earlier, uh, Nikola Tesla beaming some fucking extremely powerful signal out into space. And then, like it's in many different classified documents I've read on the FBI vault or the CIA vault, Tesla 100% believed that he got a message back from whatever area of the galaxy or universe he was beaming it out to. The interrogation goes on like, no shit, this is supposedly over 11 months. So it's a lot of different transcripts. And I couldn't actually find this anywhere on the internet. I actually got it from a Dropbox link. So I'll put that up in the show notes too if you wanna read this full transcript. It's interesting and it mentions a lot of things that can be corroborated in other documents you can find on the cia vault and the fbi vault so check it out if you want if you don't all good a little side note about the actual document there are two different versions one the original version is pdf format and it's horizontal it's kind of a pain in the ass to read but there is also another document that looks very similar but whoever changed this document around so you could read it vertically seems to have made it jpeg and there are questions of did this person add shit that's not in the original document and people are saying yes the vertical version has been modified but problem is most of this shit has been wiped from the internet now so it's kind of hard to research So I don't know. Look at both documents if you want. They're a bitch to read because it's just fucking like photocopies of documents written like, you know, what, 60, 70 years ago. So it can be kind of hard to read, but it's really interesting. Down the rabbit hole of this is just crazy government disinformation. Most people would be like, well, why would the government want to put disinformation out there? And there's a lot of different answers for that. One is to throw off any fucking spies that may be living in the country so they don't report back to their hostile countries. There is another theory that it's disinformation because the government is trying to basically cover up that we've had crazy futuristic technology for decades. And we got this technology by basically interacting with these EBEs. So... Different rabbit holes, different opinions, and like I always say, do your own fucking research. Go in with an open mind, but remain skeptical. And if you were wondering where the document was originally leaked to... It was given to Heather Wade. She is the host of Midnight in the Desert. And apparently she got Stanton Friedman to look at the document and examine its veracity. And Friedman is saying it looks legit. And then you can go on Wikipedia and read about Stanton Friedman if you want. Always, when you're looking into this shit, <laughs> just keep remembering Project Bluebeam. Keep that in mind with no matter what rabbit hole you decide to go down to or what conclusions you come to project blue beam bitches now we're going to talk about the part of the conspiracy that this is a legit document and who do we think leaked it why did they link it and all of that fun stuff so there's different ideas about every single aspect of the majestic 12 document a lot of people think that someone high up on the chain leaked these documents because they felt humanity had the right or deserved to know And I'm not really buying that one because usually the higher up on the fucking ladder you get, the more evil, crazy and psychopathic you become. I just don't see many people that high up that have access to a document that would be as classified as this one gives two fucks about you or me or the unwashed masses. But hey, some people believe there's actually benevolent motherfuckers up the food chain in our government. Another turn down this rabbit hole says that the ETs themselves, the EBEs, it was their idea to get these documents leaked and that they somehow facilitated the leak. I mean, I don't fucking know. Maybe. I have no idea. But it's, you know, always good to listen to each different idea and, you know, see what you think. My whole problem with that theory is our government has a fucked up track record of releasing disinformation. So who fucking knows? There's, it's, you know, it's almost impossible to tell. So you just have to fucking look at all angles of it and make a decision. Don't make a decision, but just get the information. And I think you're one step better in the right direction. So I think I told you guys last week that In mid-July, I am going on a vacation and I'm gonna go explore the Carlsbad Caverns in New Mexico. Well, that's actually gonna be my first stop. But I decided I wanted to tell you guys a little bit about these fucking insane caverns. Check this shit out. It formed from the inland sea reef deposits in the area more than 250 million years ago. The caves originated around 46 million years ago, from the reef deposit. Now, check this out. This is fucking crazy. The caves were first discovered in the 1870s and the 1880s. I cannot even imagine how many to use her fucking <laughs> antiquated tools to try to explore this fucking thing. Like, what are they doing? They're bringing a fucking torch down there? It's not like they have a mag light or some shit. So, I don't know. Uh, Those people got some big-ass balls back in the day. In 1898, the first person took it upon himself to explore these caves. The geologic feature is extremely old. As I just said, the caverns were formed 46 million years ago. This world heritage site features one of the largest and lengthiest caverns in the world. The natural entrance allowed access to the caverns before the 1930s. In 1898, a boy called Jim White used a makeshift wire ladder to explore the cavern. The Big Room, the Green Lake Room, King's Palace, New Mexico Room, Queen's Chamber, and Papoose Room are just a few of the rooms that he named. The Big Room, I think, is the most fucking impressive, you guys. It's absolutely mind-blowing. It's basically a massive limestone chamber inside the Carlsbad Caverns. It's the largest chamber in North America by volume and one of the largest in the world. There is a spot called the bottomless pit there in the caverns and obviously (laughs) the title kind of tells you people thought it actually was a bottomless pit. People would try that little trick of throwing stones into the hole to see if they heard the rocks bang against something and they never did. But the bottom was eventually revealed to be 140 feet, which is 43 meters deep. And covered with soft muck, the stones made no sound as they struck the bottom because they hit soft earth. Now check this out: there is a bat cave, and this area of the cave was originally mined for bat guano in the twentieth century. Therefore, the bat population is concentrated there. These fucking caverns are over thirty miles long, and there are still several areas that are left unexplored. Apparently, there's over one hundred caves, you guys. So. I'm going to be there for four days, fucking around, trying to find some fucking bats or some shit. I don't know, fucking around in the caverns, but I'm definitely get some pictures going on and I'll try to post it up to my Instagram page or my Reddit sub. So I don't know. I just know how good photography is going to be in a fucking cavern, which really doesn't have that much light, but I don't know. We'll try. Now we have to move on to a little Bill Gates' evil news. Check this shit out. I've talked about it before on the podcast where Bill Gates was funding companies to genetically modify mosquitoes. Then they were releasing them to fight malaria. And they did this in California for some reason because malaria is a hella big threat. Well, check this out. Bill Gates' evil didn't just release these mosquitoes in California. He also did it in Florida. And now, Florida mosquitoes test positive for malaria for the first time in decades, you guys. I swear to God, anytime some fucked up shit happens and it's just kind of mind-blowing, like fucking malaria, (laughs) malaria resurfacing after fucking decades of not being found here, and Bill Gates being involved in some bullshit, it just, it stinks to high hell. But... As we've uh, all learned from the last three years of the PSYOP pandemic and not one of these motherfuckers being held accountable, I can almost guarantee you Bill Gates will never be held accountable. None of these twats will. I mean, it's basically an open secret now that the powers that be, the globalists, the stupid motherfuckers, they developed Kabobo in a lab. It was a fucking bioweapon to start. And they literally developed this disease just so they could push their fucked up vaccines on people. Now, whether that be for depopulation or affecting fertility, who fucking knows? Sky is the limit with these psychopaths. And I wouldn't put anything past them. But yeah, I just thought it's very interesting. Bill Gates starts throwing money at genetically modified mosquitoes to fight malaria. And now fucking Florida has malaria ridden mosquitoes. I mean, Jesus H, is it really that hard to connect that kind of a dot? No, no, I don't think so. And fuck Bill Gates. And just side note, check this shit out. In 2002, a cluster of malaria-positive mosquitoes were found in Loudoun County, Virginia. And that was the first time since 1957 that U.S. mosquitoes were linked to locally acquired cases. So, yeah... Bill Gates is evil. He's fucking buying up the farmland. It's, you know, same fucking song and dance. I've been telling you guys about this fool for years. So just, uh, I don't know, be careful out there in Florida and California. Who knows where this fucking evil Bond villain is going to release some more disease to kill humans. And while we're on the subject of evil motherfuckers, check this shit out. A top Fauci advisor literally admitted he hid his emails, so they wouldn't be able to get them in any FOIA requests. And this is a quote from David Morons. Fucking name should be David Moron. Anyway, quote, I try to always communicate on Gmail because my NIH email is FOIA'd constantly. Don't worry, just send to any of my addresses and I will delete anything I don't want to see in the New York Times. I mean, how much more blatant does it have to be that these motherfuckers lied, they covered shit up, they inflated their own wealth and the wealth of their cronies, all at the expense of lives. They literally fucking killed patients with ventilators in the ICUs because they got paid extra to do that stupid shit. But has anybody been prosecuted yet? Is this some shit that's going to take like 20 years? I don't know, but... I wish they could get on it and make examples of these evil ass motherfuckers. I mean, why does it even have to like happen 20 years from now? I think it's a very clear case that these twats violated the Nuremberg codes. And apparently those are just suggestions nowadays. It's not <laughs> It's not like, oh shit, if we fucked around and break one of these Nuremberg codes, we're going to get hung from the neck until dead. Nope. They just fucking ignore it. Mainstream media is, you know, obviously sponsored by Pfizer. And uh, yeah, it's I don't know if these motherfuckers will ever be held accountable in this life. They probably won't unless we literally take back our country. But yeah, the sleeping masses are never going to get off their fucking lazy asses to do that because that would mean sacrifice, having conviction that, you know, these people are Destroying, if not already destroyed, the United States. So I don't know. People would rather fucking do their little bullshit, get their entertainment on, go fucking work 40 hours a week, you know? And I get it. It's fucking tiring. It's a lot to fucking read and know. But considering how much everyone has to lose if more people don't wake the fuck up and say no, absolutely astonishing to me that we're still just fucking tumbling off the cliff. Because we've been led there by the fucking retarded sheep. So I don't know. I don't know, guys. What is the fucking answer? I don't know. If you have it, tell me. Because I don't have any fucking answers on this one. All right, guys. That is about it for this week. But before I get out of here, I've got to say what's up to our top three downloading states. Which are California, Michigan, and New Jersey. That's what's up, you guys. I appreciate you coming and checking out the podcast every fucking week. You have no idea how much I appreciate it. Like I tell you, almost every fucking episode... If you have a rabbit hole that I should go down, hit me up at vanishedinthevalley at gmail.com or go over to Reddit and check out r slash vanishedinthevalley. Or you can fucking, I don't know, whip a fucking coin and try to get a hold of me through Instagram at vanishedathena. But I'm back in Instagram jail, so I highly doubt I will even fucking see the message. Moving on to our international peeps. We have literally (laughs) the usual suspects. UK, Canada, Australia, and Ireland. Thank you guys for checking out the podcast and drop me a line, say what's up, send me down some rabbit holes. And don't worry, next week we are having an episode. It's just questionable if I can get to the one while I'm actually, you know, traveling the United States and fucking exploring caverns. But until next week, be aware and don't forget your pepper spray. Ciao, ciao.